Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast with love. I'm Tala and today I have Dina. Dina, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, I'm half Moroccan, I'm half Palestinian and today we're going to do an episode about culture shock. Yeah, so before we get into everything, do you kind of want to explain culture shock? Yeah. Okay, so I think culture shock, I think culture in general is just I think it's the way people talk to each other, and a lot of people consider culture as just land, but I believe it's the it's what people believe, how they talk to each other, and just the land, like, you know, where mm-hmm. they originate from, and I think it's what people relate to, and I think that in itself just makes a culture, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Yeah, so let's start off with your background. Do you want to explain that a little bit? So, oh gosh, here goes my whole life story. Okay, so when I was born in Seattle, and then I moved to Chicago, Illinois for about three years, and then... Uh, at that time, I was still like three, four years old. I came back to Seattle. Um, I lived in Kohani. Um, and then my parents decided when I was in kindergarten that we were going to move to Africa. And I was oh, like... No. <laughs> <laughs> and my, like I said before, I'm half Moroccan, half Palestinian. So Africa to them was just, you know, just back home. Like mm-hmm. It was just North Africa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay... Uh, I was so excited. I remember I was like jumping around the room. I was like, guys, I'm leaving. You know, I was uh, so you liked it back there. Oh, yeah, I I definitely did. And mm-hmm. I before I had even experienced it before I'd even moved there. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I've always just been a really happy child when it came to moving around. I've always loved traveling. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we get there. Honestly, I had an amazing time. I went to Egypt, North Africa, I lived in Cairo. I went to an American international school for three years private school mm-hmm. and I mean I had a great experience there but unfortunately nearing the end um 2011 there was this pretty big revolution and it was oh just yeah it was just lots of warfare I'll just mm-hmm. say that uh, pretty traumatic mm-hmm. uh someone was like yeah we need to get out of here so then we went to Jordan which mm-hmm. is in the Middle East for about a month near yeah. my um near my extended family mm-hmm. um and then I went to Louisiana for about six months to live with my grandparents to find out a living situation my parents were just saving up money at that time I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure and then we came back to Seattle so I mm-hmm. lived I came back you know some other side area and then eighth grade like now at this time I'm in eighth grade now I've been living in Washington again for a few years mm-hmm. um some stuff happened and then I decided to go to Europe for a year so yeah I just I just kind of packed my bags and I left to Spain mm-hmm. um yeah and then I was gonna go to and then I came back after a year mm-hmm. and I went to I pretty much traveled traveled all of Europe and then I came back super tan super happy yep. <laughs> yeah spoke a few more languages oh. um came back home a whole new girl mm-hmm. and then uh, now at this point I am a sophomore and I'm going into junior year, but a few months ago, around New Year's, I was kind of planning on going to junior year. I was planning on going to France for junior year. Mm-hmm. And then I decided not to. So I think as of now, I am planning on staying mm-hmm. in Washington for the rest of high school. Mm-hmm. But that's not for sure. So why did, why were you going to go to France or why don't you want to go to France now? Well, because, well... Sorry, Uh, um, I've always had this problem with like confrontation. No, me too. (laughs) Like I will confront you, like if there's a problem. But when it comes to like authority figures, for some reason, I just cannot do that. So Mm -hmm. basically, um, in seventh grade, unfortunately, I did get suspended. Wait, 
How did that? Why did you get suspended? <laughs> because um, I'm not really friends with this girl anymore, but like no bad blood, nothing against her. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, seventh grade. This is going to be so weird. <laughs> I swear to like everyone who's listening, everyone else did this, okay? This, <laughs> was, this was not, not just her. <laughs> yeah, please. Just okay. got to put out that disclaimer. Okay, so basically, um, whenever my friends like went pee and whenever I whenever anyone else's friends went pee in like seventh, sixth grade, you would like quickly take a video and like put it on the, your main story. What? <laughs> yeah, just to like, I don't know. Of them in the bathroom? Yeah. They'd just be like, think, like you couldn't see anything. It would just be like, you know, throw yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> their, their legs. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, I actually did do that on school grounds. Yeah. While I was beefing with a friend about this girl that I like wasn't supposed to be hanging out with, but I was hanging out with her and then I put that on my main story. Pretty sure that girl reported it, but I don't have bad blood with that girl anymore. I don't have bad blood with either of them. I mean, this happened in seventh grade. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a sophomore now, so like I really couldn't care less. Yeah. They definitely probably don't even remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure that girl reported it. But like I said, no proof or anything, so I don't mm-hmm. care anymore. Um, I got called into the principal's office uh, the next week. And I was bawling my eyes out because I actually did get an emergency expulsion at first. Oh, my God. There were like... Um, the, the, I remember the principal was actually laughing in my face. So I was mm. bawling my eyes out, and he, I was like, "I'm sorry, like I promise I won't do this again." Because I had this was before I found out I had gotten emergency expulsion. Wait, why was he laughing? Um, because I was crying, and I was like, "I swear I won't do this again." And I was like, he wouldn't tell me what I did. He was making me feel all these feelings. And I, he made me like sign some stuff. And I look back at it, and I'm like, "What was he making me sign?" I still have no idea. But. What? <laughs> and he's just laughing. Sign here, sign here. And yeah. you don't even know what the. I don't know. He like it was just filming. I, it's just the weirdest situation okay, ever. Yeah. Still do not like that guy. But yeah, basically got suspended for cyberbullying since it was on school grounds. They told me that they wouldn't have done anything about it. And the only reason why I actually did end up getting let into back to the district for high school and. I said I could come back from middle school, but, you know, I left mm-hmm. for Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, was because they told me that if I had messed up again, then I'd be... Then I wouldn't be allowed to attend it as a cross-school district for mm-hmm. high school. Oh, wow. And also, a sophomore year, I was just not having... Well, this I'm still a sophomore, but, like, it's June now, so we're Yeah, we're basically soon. done. Yeah. The, uh, not the very beginning, but kind of, like, mid-sophomore year, I was having some, like, struggles, and I was, like you know, I should really go to France, and, like, I just kind of want to, like, get away again, like, I had a great experience eighth grade, I learned Mm -hmm. Spanish, everything, Mm -hmm. and then I realized that, this kind of goes back into, like, the learning language thing, um, I realized that I can't just keep, like, running from my problems, and I definitely got very spiritually awakened, and I just Mm -hmm. kind of had this whole realization on life, and I was, like, why would I run away when I can make my reality what I want here? So true, so true. And then I also remembered how when I was in Spain and I was, <clears throat> sorry, and I was learning the language, I noticed that when, because I was just put into a, a public school just like that. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, had no idea, like, mm-hmm. how to speak one word of Spanish. I couldn't even pronounce hola correctly, you know, like, mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. So they put me into school and I kind of just started, like, merging with the language. But the only problem with, with that was that, you know, like, the way I'm speaking English right now isn't isn't even correct. Mm-hmm. I, like there, I, 
like that. Like I just stuttered. And Uh I would pick up that from my friend speaking Spanish. And then I would put that into mine because I'd be like, okay, well, if I'm going to be surrounded by these people, I have no idea how to speak language. Yeah. You know, so if I'm trying to pick up a language, I'm going to be picking up all the little things. Yeah. And not everything that everyone says in their own language is always right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be grammatically correct or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started picking up all of that. And I had a little bit of a rough time because I because I didn't know how to distinguish what was correct Spanish and what mm-hmm. was like someone stuttering or messing up because yeah. I just took it as oh that's someone who speaks fluent Spanish that's their, that that's makes their first sense. language yeah. I'm gonna pick that up and I was like I probably just shouldn't go to France I mean not that I shouldn't have gone but like mm-hmm. it was this whole ha- hassle I had already like spoken Spanish and my dad had my dad does speak French I believe could be wrong but he definitely I've definitely heard him speak French quite a couple yeah don't people in Morocco like yeah because predominantly speak French France colonized Morocco I think yeah Mm -hmm. definitely did (laughs) (laughs) and so then that became I think a second language in Morocco I believe Mm -hmm. and so I think he does speak some um and I was like well why could I do that when I could first learn from my father second make my own reality here third i can't keep running from my problems mm-hmm. and i just had this whole realization and i was like i spent i spent most of my time in spain strictly studying the language i would wake up at like five in the morning i'd what? yeah i'd wake up at like 5 a.m i'd learn some spanish i'd like get my head in that textbook i'd mm-hmm. go to school that was you know full spanish mm-hmm. come home do my spanish homework yeah. continue studying until it hits like three in the morning or something i'd get like two three hours of sleep even my mom, she'd be, like, telling her friends, they'd be, like, oh, like, how's Dina in Spain? Like, they'd be on, like, FaceTime or something. She'd be, like, I don't know. You go talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. she's in her room. She's studying Spanish. Like, mm-hmm. she's on her grind. No, literally. I totally was. Like, I had, like, no friends for the first six months because, I mean, no, first three months, I didn't really talk to anybody because, like I said, I just, I had no idea how to speak the language at that time. But then by the end of those three months, I was speaking, like, broken, de- decent Spanish. So then mm-hmm. I made some friends. But no one really hung out there often enough for me to, like, make any super close friends. Except for one girl. Shout out to Meridian Lopez. Hey! hey. Shout out! <laughs> I still uh, talk to her. I haven't, I haven't called her in a while, but... I think it's just because we're out our own things now. But I definitely wouldn't be weird for me to just call her up right now. Aww. Yeah. But, so shout out to that girl. I love her. And there was also this one British girl. She was half Ooh, British. A yeah. Brit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's half spanish half british Aww. and um she definitely helped me out a lot in spain i'm super grateful for her mm-hmm. um and yeah i was just like i've spent most of my time in spain not even with those people learning the language so if i really i mean the main reason i was going to go to france was because you know i was having some struggles sophomore year and I, yeah <laughs> i also wanted to learn french as well but i was like like i said before i can create my own reality I mean, whatever you affirm, it just and you speak into existence exactly. is just reality. No, exactly. Like, for me, I feel like speaking into existence is so powerful. And also, like, I've said this so many times on my podcast, but, like, your thoughts are so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, for me, and I think before we had filmed this episode, we were obviously talking about what we are going to say. And um, we were talking about how dreams. So, dreams are... Okay, so there's this thing I saw on, like, the spiritual Instagram account. And, like, if you remember that, if you remember your dreams super clearly, like, it's not just any ordinary dream. Like, it's a sign or it's a vision. Oh, 100%. And so, do you have, like, any experiences with, like, dreams or signs or something like that? Yeah, I totally believe in that stuff. I also, Mm -hmm. um, 
actually i'll just talk about my experience with that one first yeah. um so basically um i when i be- became spiritually awakened mm-hmm. about this time last year maybe like a year and a half ago i began to have these like dreams i guess um tyler calls them visions <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, but now that i think about it it actually makes way more sense than a dream because mm-hmm. just you guys wait okay so <laughs> just wait a second guys like i promise <laughs> i get into it yeah um so basically this time last year on this time last year i started having these dreams or about this certain person where every single time that they would text me i kept having these dreams where this guy would text me and i hadn't talked to this guy for months keep in mind mm-hmm. and but we I remember in my dream i was having like an absurdly long dream like mm-hmm. longer than my other ones usually like I'll have some dreams where I'll, like, drop a glass of water, it breaks, and I'll wake up. Like, my dreams are never, like, super long. Mm -hmm. They had never, my dreams had never, like, really meant anything before I realized that they had meaning, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So once I started dreaming much longer than before and realizing that there was some meaning, I started taking it to more account, and that's when I started having these, like, visions of this guy texting me, and then he hit me up one day out after like six months of like no contact whatsoever mm-hmm. hadn't even heard his name i was mm-hmm. not even thinking about this guy anymore and it was like exactly exact conversation what was what? said like i remember looking at his profile picture and thinking in my this was in my dream i remember mm-hmm. having a dream i looked at his profile picture when he had texted me mm-hmm. and i remember thinking that's not him like that doesn't even really look like him mm-hmm. uh, i think he even changed his username blah 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 you know I was doubting. But it was him, like you knew it was. Yeah. Yeah, so then the next day when he texts me, I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, that's not him. That doesn't look like him. And I was telling my friend that, like, this was the next day in person. Like, you know, I was completely awake in the past. It was not a dream. (laughs) And then I remember I literally had this, like, moment where I was, like, in complete shock and my jaw dropped. My friend was like, what? And I was like, I literally had this conversation mm-hmm. in my dream, like oh, word for word what I was telling my friend and word mm-hmm. for word what I was telling him. Mm-hmm. The profile picture looked exactly the same. And that's why I don't believe it's a dream because um, I don't know if this is fact or not. I'm no like scientist, no, yeah. but people say that you can't, you can't dream new faces in a dream. It oh, has yeah. to be what I've you've heard seen. And if I had never seen that profile picture before and I was doubting that it was him, then how did that certain picture that's that I've dream. never seen in my life just exactly. show up in my head? If people are saying that, you can't see new faces in a dream then or how? a new thing then that's not a dream then that doesn't know? explain yeah exactly yeah. it doesn't explain that mm-hmm. and then after that one conversation that i had like mm-hmm. we'd go like a few months no contact he'd hit me up again after i had like literally those visions and mm-hmm. now me talking about this out loud now just makes so much sense oh my god makes so much more sense mm-hmm. like how did i not see that mm-hmm. and I don't really talk to him anymore or anything, but and I haven't really had one of those dreams in a long, a long time. Mm-hmm. But I've also had that happen actually last night. Mm-hmm. I had a dream this guy I was talking to. I was texting him and my messages were going green. And mm-hmm. he was basically texting me back in my dream and he was like, what are you talking about? I'm just using you. <gasps> and this is a different guy than previous, just to make that clear. But <laughs> <laughs> That sounds bad, but like, is you know. No, yeah, he texted me he was like, what are you talking about? I'm just using you. And my messages just That's kept so going weird. green every time I replied in my dream. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, we're literally going on a date. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you really think those are my real intentions? <gasps> And that and was this in all in a dream. And then I woke up and my message. I sent him a text, mm-hmm. and then my message went green, and I blocked him. What? My jaw, like my heart. That's went- literally insane. That happened just this morning. I just blocked him. Oh wow, that was super recent. Yeah, it was oh this morning. 
What? Yeah. No, literally because of clearly you remember this dream super vividly. Yeah. Obviously. So then it's not a dream. And like what my mom always tells me to do is like, if you remember a dream, like the second you wake up, write it down. Because like sometimes you'll forget the dream and then I'll like look back at what I had written and I s I've seen that like there's certain scenes in the dream that like came true or something. And so like, I'm thankful that I wrote it, but then there are some dreams that I just will always remember. And then it like ends up happening. Like one time it's kind of a similar thing with you. Like I had a dream about the most random person that I haven't talked to in like probably a year. And like, there was no contact. And then as soon as I wake up, I see a text from them and it's like, Oh, Hey, I was just thinking about you. How are you doing? And it's like, Oh yeah. Or it's like, when you like mention someone's name to someone and like and then later, they text you or yeah. like yeah it's so like, weird like this girl i hadn't talked to since like middle school um i mentioned her to my mom and i was like hey like i really miss her we haven't really talked in a while it's been like, a couple years and she was like oh yeah like maybe we can like make plans soon but you know she wasn't like super keen on it i mean mm-hmm. we haven't talked in years and we mm-hmm. were just like family friends and then just a few days ago my mom's like dina come here and i'm like what and she's like, remember that girl you mentioned? And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah, she's having like this graduation party. Like you should, she was like, she was like, oh my God, sorry. She was <laughs> saying how she had invited me. Mm-hmm. And I was That's like, so weird. I was like, wow, I haven't talked to this girl in years. It's like, like what I think is that since our energy and our thoughts are so powerful that um, the, the people that you're thinking about just like kind of catch your energy or something like that like have you ever went to call someone and then you see them calling you because that always happens with me like i'll be going to call like my mom for example and then she's like calling me and i'm like i was just about to call you and it's like either i caught her energy or she caught mine like that just proves how powerful like the law of attraction like Mm -hmm. how how powerful energy is and and your words Mm -hmm. like people don't realize that like your words those carry energy exactly when you it's like when you talk bad about somebody that person or somebody else out there saying the same thing about you like exactly. you really you really give out what you wait you give what you back put out. what you give out yeah exactly or like when you talk bad about yourself for example like if you're like i'm so ugly i hate myself i hate my hair i hate how i look i hate my body then like that's kind of what you're going to be projecting yeah because it's like how do you expect other people to respect you when you don't when respect you don't yourself but like you don't even have to like use science to back it up i feel like it's, it's just, just like, like I said, how do you expect other people to respect you when you can't respect yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you expect to have, I don't know, like, better guys in your life if you keep accepting the bare exactly. minimum? Just exactly. give out that, like, bad bleep energy mm-hmm. and you're just going to get that back. Exactly. Like, I feel like such a common, super common misconception about manifestation, like, law of attraction is that it's, like, witchy. Or, like, oh, you're a witch. Like, you you put spells on people. My like, friends you, call me witches no, all literally, the time. T- literally. And it's, like, no, that's not what it is. It's honestly just science. Like, energy. It's yeah, energy. Yeah, to explain to them that it's quantum physics. Ex- exactly. And people pe- like, no, you're a witch. You're, you're putting a spell on me. You're, like, manifesting this stuff. Like, how are you? My crystal's in my pocket. <laughs> it's like, right what? <laughs> literally me with like my incense (laughs) my crystal necklace oh yeah with my necklace Mm -hmm. oh my god tell me that story okay so i was (laughs) i was i saw this affirmation on tiktok you guys have probably seen it on tiktok yeah Yeah, it got like millions of i don't know content likes Mm -hmm. and so the affirmation is i don't chase i attract what belongs Mm -hmm. to me will simply find me 
And like I said, I was spiritually, I got spiritually awakened about like a year and a half ago, but I had never really thought about doing affirmations because I used to think that like thoughts were the only thing that could carry energy. Mm-hmm. And since then I've had a few more awakenings and you yeah. know, I've realized that your words actually carry just as much, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just try affirmations. Like, and if you guys don't know, I like manifest all the time. I manifest. Oh yeah, me too. I've manifested thousands of dollars, a car, a job, Dang. free this, free that. Like mm-hmm. it really is. You can I'm, literally manifest whatever you want. I don't think people realize that. They think it's like, how can it be that easy? But honestly, it is. Like, once you, if you have a firm belief in it, like, you can't just be like, oh, I have a million dollars, but you don't truly believe it. Like, yeah. like, people will be like, no, manifestation doesn't work. But you saying that manifestation doesn't work is going to cause it not to work. Like, if you truly believe that you're going to get it, get what you're putting out into the universe, like, the universe already has everything for you and, like, that the the field i don't know what the proper word for it is like it already has everything for you abundance exactly it's abundance and um people just think it's too easy or like too good to be true that you can just manifest yeah but people don't understand that your highest self like wants you to have Mm -hmm. what you exactly and so basically when i'm saying that words carry energy i was like let me try some affirmations and so I saw that TikTok that was like, I don't chase, I attract what belongs to me will simply find me. And let me tell you guys, you gotta repeat, your, gotta repeat that yeah. yourself. Like, We're I putting think, you on right yeah, now. Like, just do it. Putting you on. So I started um, saying that. And that, so, th- so I was doing that for a whole day. Every time I remember to say it, I mean, I probably said it just like 10 times. I mean, my memory's terrible. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, I woke up to this golden necklace on my bedstand. And my jaw dropped because when I was in fourth grade, I was helping my mom plant strawberries. This is when we had just moved back from Louisiana and Egypt and Jordan and, mm-hmm. you know, all those places. I had just moved back to um, my home around in Washington. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was planting strawberries and I found this golden necklace with this crystal that I'm mm-hmm. super into. Like mm-hmm. now I'm at this time. Do you I know what type of crystal it is? I believe it's rutilite. I don't even know what to say. I think it's a rutilite quartz. I could be wrong though because I just found it, you know? And I remember being so, and I went, I'm wearing it right now. I remember being so amazed by it. I was like, mom, it's beautiful. It's golden. It says like Italy on it. It's 18K karat gold because it said oh, wow. on the thing. And I was like, this is beautiful. And of course, my mom pulled one of those. Let me save it for you. No. Oh. So <laughs> that girl saved it for me. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, is that, I honestly don't really believe that my mom just like took it. I, I really don't think she would ever yeah. do that. Just because my mom has never been one of those moms to be like, you know, she gives you money for Christmas and then she, nothing wrong with it. I mean, no, it's yeah. a child. Obviously, yeah. you're going to keep the money for them. Right. But like um, how she would say, oh my God, sorry. Okay. Basically, she was never one of those moms that would mm-hmm. like save your like money or whatever, like you mm-hmm. give money. So I was like, okay i was kind of hesitant about it i remember i was just like eight or nine fourth grade but i gave it to her and and i just never saw it again i remember Mm -hmm. like giving her a little bit of backlash about it maybe like six months ago but she was like dina i'm sorry like i don't know where it is like Mm -hmm. i lost it i swear i didn't take it yeah and like i said i believe her because she's never. why would she keep it up for that long yeah you know i was like even if she lost it i mean whatever i just found it i guess it was never really mine Mm -hmm. and then i started doing that affirmation that's like I don't chase, I check what belongs to me will simply find me. And then the next day it just shows up on my bedstand. That's like that's literally crazy. Yeah, and then I asked her about it and she was like, it was so weird. I found it on my bedstand, so I put it on yours while you were sleeping so you could pick up to it. Oh, wow. And so I guess it really just was mine. <laughs> no, exactly. And it's interesting because it's a crystal. And it came back I think it came back when I was ready for it because I mm-hmm. I have it has been on my mind. Like I swear, I've been thinking about this what, I'm like sixteen now and I found it when I was eight. I've been thinking about this for like 
I have. I'm so bad. Please, seven years, you. six years. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all do the math. But um, yeah, I was doing that affirmation, and then it showed up, and I think it came right when I was like finally ready for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been into crystals for a while. I completely believe in the law of attraction for sure. And just quantum physics, mm-hmm. and it came right when I finally understood crystals and when I needed it most. Mm-hmm. And it said that this. I looked up what I like. I said I believe this is root light quartz. Mm-hmm. I looked it up, and it says it's supposed to help you from the ill thoughts of others, and also mm-hmm. help you be more spiritually awakened and go on your journey. Interesting. And I found that when I was in a rough spot too, or like oh, wow. it came on my bedstand when I was in a rough spot, and that's why I was mm-hmm. doing those affirmations to begin with, because mm-hmm. I was like, I need some something better in my exactly. life right now. No, exactly. I think I feel like also another m- common misconception is with crystals and people are like crystals are oh, just yeah. rocks like but like what do you have to say to the people who who really just don't understand those types of they, things well to those people I think that they should look at I mean I can't really actually there's no place for I don't have a place to say that that's what you should look how you should look at it oh my mm-hmm. god but um I think that you can see how I view the universe and how the universe gives back to you is how God, you know, mm-hmm. in the Bible, I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone's like Christian out there, yeah. but it's, it's, it's like in the Bible, you reap what you sow. And mm-hmm. it's just like how I believe the universe gives back what you put out. Mm-hmm. And like God is the universe in my case. Exactly. So for those people who don't believe it, I mean, I probably wouldn't if I were in mm-hmm. your shoes either. I mean, if I had experienced everything that you had experienced, then I would be believe I would be mm-hmm. believing the same things that you do. I have nothing against yeah, for your sure. beliefs. And I think I used to definitely be very judgmental about that before mm-hmm. I had like more spiritual awakening. Oh my god, awakenings! Mm-hmm. I started to think that I was like superior. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> why don't you think this? Like, hello, but how do you I not see the exactly. bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you have to step back and yeah. realize that that's your ego talking exactly. because no one is really superior if we're all. Mm-hmm. you know the law of one no exactly like everyone is one and like it's the same thing as like a christian um who firmly believes in like what they believe and they want you to see it the way they see it so um we can't obviously you don't want people to force their religion upon you so you can't force your belief on other people they have the right to believe what they want and we have the right to believe what we want and if it's serving us good then Mm-hmm. we're we're fine and if it's serving them good then they're fine if people are in a tough spot obviously i recommend them to finding like, a faith yeah, yeah for them to like have a certain belief system whether that's like believing in god believing in the universe i feel like that's all kind of combined but i feel like having that is super helpful yeah if that makes sense so with your necklace mm-hmm. there was something that i was looking into and something because my mom is super like into spirituality and she's still like religious but um i feel like religion and this type of thing they don't really um you can be believing in god or whatever you believe but still have this like spirituality in you because it's not like if you believe in god then you can't believe in like the law of attraction yeah because it's just like praying you know how you pray for what you want that's exactly how i describe exactly. that it's just like manifesting exactly like you you pray for what you want and it's just like manifesting because you're talking to the universe you're talking to god whatever but um with the whole losing your necklace thing there's like you know how there's like multiple universes yeah. and like when you lose something in like a certain spot let's say like it's under your bed or something and you look under your bed and you swear to god you you look there and you don't see it it's just not there but guys please don't (laughs) think i'm crazy but like 
when the universes merge, okay, the universes will merge and it will get kind of sucked into the other universe. And I swear this is scientific. This is not just some weird stuff I'm saying. Before you judge her, go do your research on do quantum physics and then come it's, back it's and literally, then give us your backlash. Yeah, like come at me in my DMs when you do your research. But for those, I totally understand for those who have never heard this, it might sound weird. Oh, if yeah, I were, I, I would if, totally think you're crazy. I would, exactly. Like, no, me too. I'd be like, uh girl what are you talking about merging universes but um basically the same and then you like you could also describe it as just matching your vibration i agree because like i was saying when you give out what oh my god i can just what you give out you yeah it's like it's like a boomerang and so basically i think that if you match the vibration it's like you lose something, you freak out, you believe you're not going to find it. Like, for example, my license, my parents <laughs> dropped no, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not my wallet. <laughs> but basically, I have been panicking a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And there's... Basically, I think it's just I've been thinking about this necklace for the longest time. I've been freaking out about it. Like, like I said, I gave my mom some, like, backlash about it, like, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Nothing ever happened. And then I forgot about it, and I was just living my life, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I raised my vibrations a little bit, and then just, boom, I showed up on my stand. Like, yeah, my exactly. Stand. I think... It's merging universes, but it's also giving out your vibration. Exactly. It's giving out your vibration to match the things that you want. Mm-hmm. because Or things you need. Oh, yeah. But mm. the only thing is you can't have a vibration of neediness or desperation. Exactly. You have to have exactly. it of gratitude or else it's going yeah. to... The universe is going to be like, okay, well, she's needy and desperate. Take away Exactly. Like, you can't be like, please, universe, I need a, a new... Or, or like I need one thousand dollars. Like I need it. Like desperately. You're gonna you go can't. broke if you're ungrateful. Exactly. You're because this is the thing. When you're attracting the fact that you don't have it, that's you're not gonna get it like yeah. that. You have to attract the fact you do have it. You like have to- I already have that one thousand or yeah. whatever, and then the universe is gonna give that to you because it, you're vibrating that. But you can't be like I don't have the one thousand, but I really really need it right now. Because you're not going to get it like that. Let me just give a quick tutorial. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's see the tutorial. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, basically, it's just literally whatever you vibrate at. So, mm-hmm. for example, you're trying to manifest money. I just a couple months ago got a couple thousand. Just, oh, just like wow. That. Yeah, you just have to believe that what you want is your friend. So, for example, at the time I did... I had a job previously and I had saved up some money because I was worried that I was going to go broke and spend it all, which of course was going to happen if I was, you know, vibrating at the frequency of going broke and spending all my money. And um, I was like, okay, well, why am I freaking out if I understand that I am the creator of my own reality and I can literally get whatever I want? You, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, why would I panic and freak out when I can get that? So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, let me just watch this quick tutorial. So I watched this guy on YouTube totally forgot his name but i mean i watched tons of different people this is just the main message i got from all of them and it was just vibrate at the frequency so i was like okay i'm gonna vibrate at the frequency where money is my friend and it sounds mm-hmm. weird but no no yeah. you can't believe that money is hard to get why is money hard to get if i if i'm money's friend mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go spend it all i'm just gonna here and there i might like go spend this might go mm-hmm. spend that but money's my friend it's gonna come to me it's, it's gonna, gonna it's gonna show up mm-hmm. just like my friends do like money's my friend and then i would kind of forget about it you know and then there's also you have to act where you do have it in order to vibrate with it or well, to vibrate at that frequency so it mm-hmm. can attract to you and come to you without you needing to go chase it you know and so i was like well if i'm gonna act like it then I might spend like it so instead of being worried that i was gonna spend all my money i was happily spending my money mm-hmm. while knowing that i was going to get more in return because exactly I was vibrating it. yep so i go spend my thousands of dollars and what do i get back you got yeah, more got 
a couple thousand. More than you thought, exactly. And, like, also, I feel like a big part of what you were saying was how you let it go. Because manifesting, you can't be focusing. You need to detach from the thing that you want or whatever. 100%. Like, let's say you want a boyfriend. (laughs) You can't be like... I, I want a boyfriend so but I need a boyfriend. I talked about this on one of my other episodes when I was talking about creating your list or whatever when people were asking me about advice. But the fact you're vibrating at the frequency of you not having a boyfriend, you're not going to get one. Or you just need to simply let it go. You need to... You need to because it's going to come at an unexpected time. It's You're not going to expect it. Well, it's not even... Well, obviously it's not yeah. as well. But it's not even that. It's the fact that the highest vibration, I believe, is mm-hmm. love right exactly if you want to receive love you need to embody love and what does that mm-hmm. mean that means self-love so yeah how do you, yep. and people are like well i know this girl who's like super depressed and she manifested this guy he's probably super depressed too you know people, exactly you, you attract what you are exactly like birds of a feather flock together yeah. you know right so obviously she attracted him maybe she also has some 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 oh my god <laughs> subconscious <laughs> yeah that <laughs> Mm -hmm. that um she was gonna get the boy of her dreams and boom she got it it's not you know it's um your beliefs and your vibration go hand in hand you know like you can vibrate that money is your friend but also if you don't genuinely believe that money Mm -hmm. is your friend then that stops you from vibrating exactly so you need to work on your subconscious beliefs Mm -hmm. and you can do that by repeating affirmations Mm -hmm. um by listening to subliminals Mm -hmm. um I love subliminals. <laughs> Those will get you whatever you want. Yeah, girl, I have a whole Spotify playlist. Was- one time, one time, my life went downhill for a whole week. It's okay. It was sketch. Yeah, so you guys, you can't just go on YouTube, search up subliminal, and look at the first one. Oh, 100%. Because there are some that. subliminals that say, that secretly say like negative things, but it will be like, attract money into your life, but it's like, that person's kind gonna of get opposite. karma so fast. Exactly. It's not good. So you guys need to do your research about subliminals before you actually get into it and if you guys have any questions you can dm me at podcast with love but i think it's super important to research everything that you're putting your beliefs into before actually mm-hmm. which is why we're trying to inform you guys whether you um believe, want in, it or believe not. in it or not like it's up to you yeah. but ultimately like when you see others who have experienced positive things from manifestation and law of attraction then you have to not have to you should follow from example and be like i see how her life is turning out what do you have to lose at this point you know like yeah i also i also believe a lot in internalizing your energy because mm-hmm. before i people would mention like religion and god i would get really worked up about it i'd be like i mean i would get worked up not because they believed in that whatsoever and also keep in mind this is not how i am yeah you know, i've definitely grown a lot from this yeah um but People used to explain to me, like, the religion, and I'd be like, no, that's wrong. And because I was just so set in my ways. I was so stubborn. That's my Virgo rising for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, absolutely not. um, People would... And I I don't know what it was, but I was just so keen on this is what it is, and Mm -hmm. this is how it's going to go. And it wasn't even that. It was also just, like, I love you. Like, I would be telling my friends, like, I love you, and I just want to help you. Exactly. I want you to have the reality Mm -hmm. of your dreams. I was trying Uh to help them understand. They'd be like, no, but God has a plan for you, and this Mm -hmm. and this. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. It, but it was just the fact that I was, it, in my belief, that's what I believe, is that you make your own plan, mm-hmm. you know. No, exactly. So I was trying to explain that to them. That didn't go great, but. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. And, like, when someone isn't ready for it, you can't convince them otherwise, which is hard because when you 
when you're convincing someone about manifestation law of attraction, you're doing it for their own genuine good because you're not getting anything out of it. Like, it's yeah. not like you're going to get something. You just want the best for them. And people don't realize they think that you're just trying to force your belief on them. Mm-hmm. But what we're trying to do right now is just we're trying to kind of expand um, your horizon to maybe um, I don't want to say a better life. I want to say like maybe to try. How do I say it? So, yeah, I think that is internalizing your energy because, Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but what you were trying to say Mm -hmm. is that when you're trying to help people and you're trying to explain it to them and you're like, no, I just want you to have a better life, although that does come from good intention and you are trying to expand their understanding of this, of our belief, it's not always our place because, you know, there's history where, you know, um, people are going to sail to this continent Mm -hmm. and try to convince your beliefs that doesn't go well and then they try to take control of those people. Exactly. So that that always just doesn't go well and you kind of have to realize that in order for you to have the reality that you want you have to like let go surrender mm-hmm. and just let the universe take mm-hmm. you where it is and which is the same thing where some religious people believe god has a plan don't worry mm-hmm. it's the same concept you know mm-hmm. just detached the utter mm-hmm. detachment mm-hmm. and like you were saying um internalize that energy because at this point i've learned that there is no point there's no reason Mm -hmm. to try and convince others to believe what you believe just because um you they should first of all the first reason to like not do that is you know just respect their boundaries respect their beliefs which i have learned the hard way (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) many arguments (laughs) and then the second thing is that they should just see you doing so well with creating their reality that they just come to you like Tina, how are you doing that? And it's instead of, this is how I'm doing it, please believe it. And then being like, yo, <laughs> like step back, you know? Exactly. So I just believe in internalizing your energy. And by them coming to you, you're also just creating the reality that you want because you're just letting go and you're just mm-hmm. letting... It's like that affirmation, I don't chase, I attract what belongs to me, you'll simply find me. If those people see you as like their mentor, then they will come to you. No, that's so true. And I'd rather be someone's mentor than someone's teacher, if that makes No, exactly. Sense. No, I completely 100% understand. And like a little sidebar, if we're talking about like manifestation and law of attraction, a really key thing that you need to keep in mind when doing this is you can't speak on on what you're manifesting until it happens. Like you can't be like... I can't be like, Dina, I'm manifesting a thousand dollars right now or something like that. Like you need to keep everything to yourself. Someone will send that evil eye to you. Exactly. Even if they don't even realize it, like maybe they don't have bad intentions, but having people's eyes on you, it kind of puts pressure on the manifestation. Like what if it doesn't like you? Yeah, because energy comes into play. If someone doesn't doesn't have the best intentions, even if they do have a high vibration and you feel safe Mm -hmm. telling them uh you don't know what their subconscious beliefs exactly. are maybe on the outside they're like super nice bubbly you feel like you get good vibes because that's what mm-hmm. they're trying to give off but their intention is their exactly. subconscious belief and that subconscious belief is what's going to affect your manifestation exactly and their energy. Mm-hmm. so i think a lot of i used to do that too all the time and then mm-hmm. i stopped doing that and my manifestation started coming true and i also mm-hmm. started dropping those friends because i'm not trying to be not because we have different beliefs or anything like that no yeah i also believe the same the same things i did mm-hmm. but simply because if your subconscious belief is you want to see me do bad on the things that I want or the things that are, like my goals that I'm working really hard towards, then mm-hmm. I just don't see a point to keep you in my life. And no, exactly. I, you don't want those people surrounding your energy for sure. Yeah, 100%. Like, so then I really just, after I got spiritually awakened, I just started like getting my bag. I got two jobs. I'm starting my own business soon, actually. <gasps> Period. Okay, Dina. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and 
I think um, next time I go to Morocco, I'm probably going to be filming some content for that. But my business would definitely be mainly mm -hmm. about not even just law of attraction, but about crystals, energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I probably, I mean, this isn't me trying to promote it. I mean, I haven't no, yeah. like, actually started anything. But um, yeah, I'd probably be saying like herbs inside sage, crystals, mm -hmm. books. I love it. And like you know those like belly button waist chains. Yes, like, I have a few waist chains. I don't know. I said belly waist button, waist beads. Like, I mean. Yeah, and also belly button piercing. Just because mm -hmm. I'm Arab, you know, gotta get you some, know the uh, yeah exactly. You gotta put some culture in there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, very excited for that, and I think I'm really excited to create a life where mm -hmm. I can finally understand that I can create my own exactly. life. Exactly. And I think that also has to do with reactions. Like, don't be on default and what i mean by don't be on default is like for example if tal started screaming at me on at me right now my first default would probably be scream back or get mm -hmm. super like, yeah. scared or frustrated mm -hmm. and that's normal because that's default you know that's yeah what people are conditioned to believe but if you realize like if you were in her shoes and you've experienced everything that she's experienced like she'd be screaming too mm -hmm. like i'd be screaming too if that mm -hmm. makes sense so you kind of just have to understand that you can't react on default mm -hmm. and that basically is the law of attraction in my eyes it's just just control reactions because your reactions do create your whole life i mean mm -hmm. everything you've ever reacted to has created the situation and where you are now mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if you can learn to control your reactions and just meditate do some breath work like really be in the moment cleanse that energy then i genuinely believe that you can create the life of your dreams through little reactions i 100 percent agree <laughs> we're on the same page dina <laughs> good but, to know anyways and with that i think we're done yeah. thank you so much dina for coming on yeah. i had so much fun talking about this like i could talk about this for hours <laughs> oh we did end. talk about this for hours. no literally she's been here for a hot minute we, this is all we have been talking about and we wish that we had recorded it but we added some more information too that we didn't even yeah talk about thank you guys so much for listening yeah it was a lot of fun and if you guys enjoyed listening to this just let us know. We'd come back for a part two and we have a lot more to talk about. But anyways, and with everything you do, do it with love. Bye, guys.